0: AMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County and beyond. We're giggling already.
1: <laughs> we have, I- <laughs> I have a little Booker T and Donna Summer going at the same time. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my word. I co host Leslie Greenlee Smith with the Hartford County Public Library, and that, as you know, is Bob Mumby. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each and every week by your Hartford County Public Library. Today we'll be speaking with Sylvana (laughs) Bauffer, manager, youth and family services at Hartford County Department of Community Services, and Katie Lovett, kinship navigator for the Hartford County Department of Social Services. Good morning, Bob.
1: Good morning.
0: Woo! I got the giggles. I'm just putting it out
1: there. (laughs) You're just a little giddy. Friday giddy.
0: I got something.
1: Uh, and welcome ladies, and we can't wait to go over this, this is a beautiful thing. It is. But we have some things, we're going to, our courtesy minute, we're going to throw a few things in. Okay. Then we have an ethical dilemma I want to discuss. Oh, snap. I want to get your opinion on <laughs> it. <up. laughs> My good mood
0: might go right out the window.
1: <laughs> but this is going to be a quick machine gun annoyance thing.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Um, and not even annoyance, but you think there's going to be a hurricane, right? Yes. You use maybe a roll of toilet paper a week, <laughs> <laughs> gallon of milk, half a loaf of bread a week. Some water. So we better buy 40 rolls of toilet paper, 10 gallons of milk, and enough bread to 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 open a subway. I don't get it, and the the news media feeds it. I know. But then again, you can't you can't be too careful. Secondly, um. If you find out that someone's going to put my golf swing on the cover of the Aegis, stop them. <laughs> I
2: will not stop them. <laughs>
1: um, and we've talked about this before. Do you know what truck nuts are?
0: I do, courtesy of Bob Mumby.
1: <laughs> it happened and now again. Now I see
0: them everywhere.
1: This morning, behind the truck. Do you guys truck, know what they are? No. It's a little From sack. There? Dangling oh. Oh. from the trailer hitch of a way too big, we're talk about overcompensating, a radio show. an over of a way too big truck of an overcompensating, stupid, childish, immature, probably violent, infantile male.
2: Who's not tuned in? Yes, <laughs> yes. or maybe. No,
1: but we we'd, we'll love, to have, we'd Facebook, love to have we'd love to have you call, and 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 if you get a woman or a man, depending on your um uh tastes will you be surprised if they leave you for someone else that drives by with truck nuts on their vehicle or are you going to be shocked like you're the only one that was able to cast this net over this
0: (laughs) i do see them everywhere now though i want to thank you for that
1: (laughs) and i went online they're they're like 1999 oh wow and so unless your kids have everything, right. unless ev- you're paid through their masters, no. <laughs> you don't buy those things.
0: Are they on Amazon? Is
1: that where you went? <laughs> uh, they're everywhere. So just, and listen to Broke Country while, while you're at it. <laughs> okay. That was the rapid ca- fire. The car door. Yes. They have self-driving cars. The car door, why can't it stay open? You swing it out, you're on a little incline, and then you think you're fine. You reach over and it's crushing your calf.
0: Twelve things in your hands, but you can't do anything.
1: Last week, I swear this happened. I swung In a garage, I swung it open. I went to go in, and it came back like my body was in, but my head was still out, so it got my neck between the roof and the... I think okay.
0: that is Cindy. I think she uh <laughs> your yeah. <wrecked her> car. <laughs>
1: no, she um, we have a she has a scratch on her vehicle from front to back because she made too tight a turn into a car wash. Oh. I Oof. said, "Why did not you back up?" She said, "I thought this would be a better move." I had thought it, she said she thought it would be like a sardine can if I backed up. Oh. Which okay. I know what she meant, sure.
0: but Sure. Sure, okay. we've all been
1: there. Alrighty, so
0: <laughs> you're not laughing, Cindy.
1: But the school buses are back.
0: They are. I was behind one today, my first one.
1: They're, but they're, um, they're in, but they're all on my route. They, they are. Every Everybody's bus is in routed through my route. But <laughs> all the kids, like the little girl Did up at the end of your the road little here. Girl at the end of the road. I've been doing this show for six years, uh, and she was in first grade. Her father would bring her out, in this little pixie. And now she's must be in seventh grade, and she's as tall as her father. Oh, so. my gosh. Really cute. Okay.
0: We should have them on the show.
1: <laughs> we should.
0: We should. Wouldn't that be fun? He talks about them a lot.
1: Something about a dad bringing a little girl out to a school bus. I like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you used to take Gracie out to the bus? Yep. Not um, anymore.
1: Very protective. Although I knew we were going to be okay with Gracie because when she was about six. I kick Got home, and I said, how was school? She said, good, but, you know, Daniel Smith wasn't nice to me. So I'm, like, putting my coat on, asking for the address to go <laughs> beat his father up.
0: You <laughs> knew nothing about it, I'm sure. I said,
1: what did wh- he say? And he said, he said, he said something to, to um, make fun of me. I said, would you say? I said, I said, well, if you feel so bad about yourself that you have to try to make me feel bad, to make yourself feel better, then you're the one that's got the problem. So, I And think... you were like, she's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess I'm wired. Might it be this industrial drum of coffee I have I've here? I've never <laughs>
0: seen you drink coffee like that.
1: Well, this is a big one.
0: Oh, gosh. We're in for it, guys. And,
1: and, for you. And, sorry
0: it landed on
2: your day. <laughs>
1: And may I give a plug to Dunkin' Donuts at, at Donuts, 543 and Route 136. I had no cash with me, so I gave the, uh, the order in a drive-thru. And then I said, you know what, I don't have my cash with me or my, my, my credit cards. Cancel that order. So, but I couldn't leave mm-hmm. because I was in line. I came around and they gave it to me. They said, pass the next time.
0: Aw, well, that's awesome.
1: But now I great. always go there. It's great customer service and it's a good strategy, too. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. It
0: is. It is.
1: Did I really rant for five minutes? You sure did. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> you ready for some trivia?
1: Sure. I could handle it. Whatever you want to do. We do <laughs> trivia. <laughs>
0: you guys might not have to even contribute to trivia <laughs> today. I'm just saying. That's fine. It's like Felix
1: Hunger said, Why I'm not paranoid. Is that what they're saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I loved that show. How do that in reruns?
1: We bought them. We did uh, you really? Yeah. I don't know why we bought them, but.
0: Well, you'll sell them at a York sale someday. That's right. <laughs> Somebody will be glad to get them. All right, guys. Which two baseball teams played in the 2000 World Series, sometimes called the Subway Series?
1: Oh, New York Mets and the Yankees.
0: There you go, Katie. <laughs> you, you have right.
1: We, we try to forget that. I'm a Met fan.
0: I was going to say, I can't remember if you're a Met or Yankee. The
1: Mets are going, to, um, we're like Charlie Brown with the football. They got our hopes up. Now they're it's coming down. There's twenty games left and they're starting to lose some of those heartbreaker games. It's
2: but Bob, we still have eighty-six.
1: Still have eighty-six. <laughs> and sixty-nine when we beat the A's. That's how I first learned to say A's. A's. Get a one ninety five and go up to Shea Stadium, we used to say.
0: All right, in 1993, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Ryan Gosling joined what variety show? 93?
1: 1993.
0: Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, and Ryan Gosling.
3: Aren't they Musketeers?
0: Mm-hmm. That's Mickey correct. Oh, no. Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> wow. Good job, guys. That caffeine's not working for you, Bob. <laughs> what
1: do you mean? What do you mean?
0: <laughs> See, after we're done, he'll tell us all this trivia that's in his head.
1: In that funicello.
0: There you go. <laughs> all right. Completed in 1844, The Count of Monte Cristo is an adventure novel by which French author? I did
2: have a literary oh, one. Alexander Dumas. Good job!
1: <laughs> also, Free Musketeers. Yes. Name the Free Musketeers.
2: D'Artagnan. That's it. That's all I got. One.
1: Athos and Porthos.
2: Okay. Two, three. Wow.
1: Name See? the four amino acids. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
0: be planting secrets. <laughs> I'm
1: trying to get these ladies to scrunch in. I know.
0: I know. It's all. We're all loving together. You can put this up here if you want. I think I just wrote on your arm.
1: Excellent. Okay.
0: All right. After all, tomorrow is another day was the last line from which nineteen thirty nine Oscar winning film. After all, tomorrow is another day. Gone with the wind. wind. Yeah. Saw that for For, the first time. For some reason everyone was pointing at (laughs) something I don't
1: know. It's another literary It was a book.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is true.
1: Margaret Mitchell.
2: There you go. I don't want to be that person that blurts out the answers. I think I'll play trivia with you at a bar sometime, Katie.
1: And, and do you know who was was originally cast or one of the finalists for Scarlett O'Hara? No, I did. An unlikely person Elizabeth. in hindsight.
2: Wasn't it Elizabeth Taylor?
1: Lucille Ball.
2: Oh, oh really? No.
1: She was more, not a comic actress. She was more of a ingenue,
0: mm-hmm.
1: for lack of a better word. I don't. I'm know. not
0: arguing with you. All right. What was Walt Disney's original name for Mickey Mouse before his wife
2: convinced him to change it? I just remember Steamboat Willie. Oh no, Mortimer!
0: My gosh, you're a genius. That's correct. I thought it was
1: Steamboat Willie.
0: That was the movie. That was the movie.
1: Excellent. Oh, we're rolling. Wow. As I say, we now. That's Katie's getting all the. (laughs)
0: Oh, and she has not had her second cup of coffee. On the periodic table of elements, which element has the shortest name?
1: Ooh, is it one syllable?
0: It is three letters. Starts oh, with a three. T. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah.
1: Speaking of the Wizard of Oz in 1939. Yes,
0: yes, oh. yes. Tin. yes. tin. Correct. <clears throat> okay, this one I did not know, but you guys may know. In darts, what is the highest possible score mm-hmm. using three darts?
1: um 180
0: yes you want to explain why i have the answer written right here
1: well there's one through 20 Mm -hmm. the wedges Mm -hmm. and then if you get it in the Mm -hmm. the black Mm -hmm. it's 20. if you get it in the inside ring it's 40 and the outside ring you know the little thin ring Mm -hmm. that um the border that's three times the score, mm-hmm. so that's yep. sixty. And then three, All dark, three darts landing on triple
0: twenty. Hmm. Oh.
1: So the lowest you can get is
3: twenty. No. Zero.
0: No. Zero. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can.
1: <could> <laughs> if you hit outside, <laughs> if you hit the wall. Like uh, Clouseau. Remember playing that? You hear the <laughs> you throws it and you hear the vase break. And you throws it again, you hear the cat.
0: okay after boardwalk and park place what is the next most expensive property in the game of monopoly
1: so it's the three greens
0: after boardwalk and park
1: after After. yeah yeah so So it's it's the the three greens that lead up to it and pacific uh uh, pennsylvania avenue and north North Carolina. carolina So the Pennsylvania is the closest to the railroad, mm-hmm. so that's the most expensive.
0: It is, Pennsylvania.
1: But I forget mm, people's names I met yesterday. That's
0: right. <laughs> What'd you have for breakfast today, Bob? I don't know. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> lots of it. Okay. The equator passes through which three countries in South America? Brazil, Ecuador. Ecuador, correct. One more.
1: So something between No, but that's
2: a good guess. No.
1: Bolivia. Uh, something between Uruguay. No. Paraguay. Colombia. Colombia. Wow, oh. I never would have guessed that. <laughs> Didn't think Colombia. I was pointing to coffee folks. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which we have plenty of here today. I thought All you right.
1: were pointing to a stimulant. That's why I got <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> Another good answer.
0: Okay, this is the last one for today, and it's my favorite. Chico's Bail Bonds is the sponsor of what fictional movie, Little League Team?
1: The Bad, bad News bears. bears. That's
0: right. <laughs> Good job, you guys. You did awesome. Bravo. Excellent. You should be Excellent. proud of yourself.
1: <laughs> Do you know today, 42 years ago, Thurgood Marshall was confirmed as Supreme Court, Supreme Court Justice? Wow, wow. We're doing a little... Uh, um, This day in history. This day in history. Jane Eyre delivered her huge manuscript of her first book. Um, I'm sorry, Charlotte Bronte delivered her manuscript today to publishers in London in 1847.
0: Okay. All right. Do you want to do some local news? We'll
1: do a little news. Do you have some
0: news for us?
1: Um, Yes, we do. We have a great video. that yes. everyone should download when post on their sites um, uh, in uh, observing National Recovery Month Harford County uh, Community Services it's a great video it's fun it's uh, sort of like the uh, playing for change videos and everybody's in it and as the usual the library
0: is in it guys
1: Sure, mm-hmm. Hope yeah, our Char Hope ladies it. are in it yep. um, and Homecoming Project and on and on and on. And Quadre Ismael and so many other folks. Uh, as yeah. usual, Department um, of Service Services—a very blase, unenergetic, we no, do I- no yeah. idea. Amber really. Amber has no energy whatsoever. She never thinks out the bo- outside the box. She always has some hidden agenda. <laughs> she's A- A- Amber Schroes and her team at Community Services, uh, just the epitome of public servants who have one focus, to do their job and to do it as best they can and help as many people they can. And we are so lucky to have that team there. And uh, I'm on the board of Shar so it's near and dear to me uh, what how important it is to, to continue to raise awareness about this disease not this character failing not this mistakes made by parents it's it's a disease and it can happen to anyone and the more we know about it especially the more families know about it and young kids know about it that they're not alone and there's not they're not weird or anything is so important so this is a really a great thing for national recovery month go to the uh, Harford County government YouTube mm-hmm where else can folks do it? Um,
0: it's on our Facebook page. Yeah. the Hartford County Public Library Facebook page. A lot of people have been posting it on their pages.
1: Yeah. Okay, fantastic. It's um, going to
0: be up for a Grammy. I just know it. <laughs> I just know
1: it. I'm, I'm sure it's going viral already. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, interesting news. County Council-backed funding for a project in Aberdeen that Mayor McGrady had personally lobbied the council people for and. I guess this is more op ed. I, I would just caution that this is, I mean, we have folks in Joppa who's lobbying for them and Edgewood. Aberdeen has a lot of money, but if we start governing and funding capital improvement projects based upon lobbying by a, someone, a certain constituent with the council, I think it's really dangerous. And I think everyone should really be cautious about that. That's all. Any comments on that, ladies?
0: None for me. No. Mm-hmm.
1: As, uh, I'll probably get yelled at when I get home around. <laughs> and I'm no environmentalist, but Pennsylvania dumps 90% of the, of the sediment that gets stuck at the dam and comes over the dam into Susquehanna. And they said they're happy to clean it up if if Maryland pays for it. Now, we have oysters dying. We have fish dying. You know, we do our part, too, in that any time it rains, everything running in. To the streams is brown, which means we're not doing a great job of sediment control. But this is going to be very interesting to watch because it has to be paid for, Mm -hmm. and who's going to pay for
0: it? Well, and who do we have on the show from the estuary where we really talked a lot about that?
1: We had Scott Kirby and uh, Christine Buckley. Christine Buckley. For our stream restoration project. Just
0: what they see on a day to day basis is it made it very real, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: Yeah, the, the dead zone mm-hmm. this year in, in the Bay has erased five years of progress because the nutrients flow in from fertilizers and they cause algae blooms, which crowd out the seagrasses where the fish and the oysters and crabs can live. And Anyway, Pennsylvania, be accountable. Hogan, make them accountable. That's enough of that.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, I think it's time to take a break. When we come back, we'll be speaking with Sylvana Bowker, Project Manager, Youth and Family Services at Hartford County Department of Community Services, and Katie Lovett, Kinship Navigator for the Hartford County Department of Social Services
1: get your geek on with a harford county public library's ninth annual comic con on saturday september 28th from 10 a.m to 5 p.m bel-air library hosts this free day of activities for children teens and adults that feature virtual reality photo ops board games dungeons and dragons crafts trivia a costume contest and much more stop by to hear sherry cook woolsey a harford county resident discuss her debut fantasy novel walking through fire from 11 a.m to noon Go to hcplonline.org
3: for more information.
0: Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee Smith with the Car- Hartford County Public Library and that is Bob Mumby and this is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted today to have Savannah Valker, Project Manager, Youth and Family Services with the Hartford County Department of Community Services and Katie Lovett, Kinship Navigator with the Hartford County Department of Social Services in the studio with us. Silvana Bauker is the Youth and Family Services Project Manager and oversees the divisions of the Office of Drug Control Policy, Grant and Aid, and the Local Management Board. She has the overall responsibility for the management of initiatives that strengthen families, support at-risk youth, and develop and implement holistic prevention programs. Born in Lima, Peru, Silvana grew up in Northern Virginia and received a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology from the College of William and Mary. She received a Master of Science in Counseling Psychology from Loyola University. She is a bilingual, licensed clinical professional counselor, and an advanced certified relapse prevention specialist. She has worked with children, youth, adults, and families in mental health and substance abuse field for over 15 years. She also conducts group family counseling for the family wellness program at Ashley Treatment. Silvana resides in Street, Maryland with her husband and her two children. Katie holds a BS in psychology and sociology with a concentration in clinical psychology and training in addictions counseling. With an eclectic work experience, including four years in financial services, 20 years as an entrepreneur, and several years working with nonprofits in development and administration, She is currently a kinship navigator for the Hartford County Department of Social Services. She works closely with the Circuit Court of Hartford County Family Services Program, and has an office in the Circuit Court Self-Help Center, where kinship caregivers can seek assistance filing petitions for custody. Katie has served on the Hartford County Adverse Childhood Experience Task Force, and currently serves on the Hartford County Substance Exposed Newborns Task Force and Department of Human Resources Family First Initiative. She participates in bi-monthly meetings with all kinship navigators from the state of Maryland. In 2015, with the support and assistance of community partners, Katie launched the first Relatives Matter Conference and Resource Fair in Hartford County. Katie and her husband live in Bel Air where they raised their four children. Welcome, Sylvana and Katie, and thank you guys so much for coming on today.
2: Thank you.
1: Is that all you got? I know. <laughs> I'm like,
0: our time is up. <laughs> and 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 they are lovely people. <laughs> and the show's over. Just like that. The
1: first question is: You're from Lima, and you didn't know the equator question. I know. I know. That's another thing my husband can uh, yell at me about. Don't
3: tell me uh, when you're going to be on the show. I will. Just don't will. even. My tell. kids know. They okay. Yeah. I just
1: I just finished Bridge at San Luis Rey, so oh, <clears throat> okay. So this is it's amazing to see what these organizations do, and it's just Absolutely. fantastic. So, but let's start with that. Let's start with the overall hierarchy and org chart uh, for community services and how that ties in um, with social services and, um, and we're just going to give you the Department of Community Services has five departments, Office on Age and Office on Drug Control Policy, Office of Disability Services, Office of Human Relations and Mediation and Office of Children, Youth and Families. Mm-hmm. Can you just give us a quick, uh, just a quick nugget on each of those five?
3: So the Office of Youth and Family Services is what I oversee. So um, I oversee our grant and aid program. We also have the local management board where we have 25 board members and then the Office of Drug Control Policy. Um, The Office on Aging, um, it's... Not in the same building, but they oversee all the senior centers, um, do a lot of support in the mm-hmm. community for the seniors. We have the Office of Disabilities, which um, um, Rachel Harbin, who's been mm-hmm. here before in the past, um, she oversees that uh, department as well. And then our Office of Human Relations, um, we have a, a Susan Fisher that oversees that department and they do a lot of mediation work in the community as well.
1: And um, it's an old friend of mine from the Boys and Girls Club, Natasha. Yes. Who is the singer? Yes, on the video. Exactly. So um, great, she did.
3: She did. Yes, <laughs> she
1: did. So, and Katie, how, how does Maryland courts? Yeah. Does this have related to the uh, to the program in the Maryland courts? Or? Actually,
2: we're very fortunate. We have a unique situation, which um, the state is going to plan to replicate. What happens is relatives may have physical custody, they may or may not have legal custody, Mm -hmm. and there are sometimes barriers to service without Mm -hmm. that legal custody. And fortunately, you know, when this program started in Hartford County, Judge Carr recognized the importance of having that partnership with social services, and so they've been very supportive. You know, they've always housed my office, Uh, they keep me involved with, you know, what's happening in family law, and now being in the self-help center, which they moved me over there because of the construction that was taking in the courthouse, but it's been the best move ever. Oh, wow. Because people come into the self-help center, mm-hmm. have questions about applying for custody, should they or shouldn't they, and if I'm there, I can answer their questions right away, so wow. it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and vice versa, I would have people calling me, mm-hmm. I don't know if I should go for custody, I don't know how to do this, and sometimes it's a unique situation So I've got resources right at my fingertips.
1: And we all really uh, are fortunate because there is a lot of holistic collaboration. Mm -hmm. And our our judiciary, we can be so thankful for them. I mean, a good example, what Dave Carey has done on the the district side as far as drug court and, and Mr. Mahoney, who happens to be a good friend of mine, the work he's done over the past 12 months mm-hmm. to get the, the drug court up and running on the circuit side uh, because all these drug cases would get prayed up to circuit and then um, it, and then the judges, their dockets got even more jammed up and they're not each schooled in all of the, the nuances of, of hearing drug cases and referral to Camille recovery Etc. In treatment, so we're very fortunate. Um, so tell us uh, about the Kinship Navigator program.
2: So the Kinship Navigator program in Maryland started seven years ago uh, with a pilot program in about seven counties. Uh, after a couple of years, they decided to bring in the rest of the counties, but it's been a process. Mm-hmm. Harford County came in fairly early, so we started 2014. The idea is that these are families, family members, who have voluntarily taken the children in. They saw a problem. They may or may not have called Child Protective Services. If they did, it may have been a a situation where it didn't rise to the level of social service intervention. But the children were still in some sort of risk in their eyes. So they took the children in, but now they don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. How do I get them enrolled in school? How do I get a birth certificate? Mm -hmm. How do I get mental health services? Mm So the navigator is to address all those issues. So it's it's very information and referral source based. Sometimes we do casework, but it's really more information and referral.
1: And, and and just talk about all the different um the different resources and the different areas of knowledge that someone who needed help would have to have that they can't possibly have. Knowledge-wise, as far as where to go, how to do it, how to find resources, how to navigate it. There's transportation issues. Uh, it's it's amazing that you, you're really bringing all these things together.
2: It's overwhelming sometimes, mm-hmm. and and these people are often in crisis. You know, mm-hmm. something I found, it was sort of an ego, you know, punch at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I would you know have this nice 20 30 minute conversation going over all these resources, which I'll mention. And then, thirty days later, we talk, and it's like, "Oh, I didn't know about that." Well, because they're not hearing it because sure. they're in crisis. Yeah. Right. But those resources typically begin with financial, because you know sure. we're, we're talking about if if we're talking grandparents, they're anywhere from their forties up to their eighties, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden you've got a child or children you mm-hmm. were not planning on taking care of, mm-hmm. and they often think of this as well. This is temporary because the issue is. Often it's you know it's drug related. It could be mom or dad are currently using, or they're in rehab, or they've already overdosed mm-hmm. and they're no longer with us, or it's mental health and they just don't have the capacity, or it's financial. You know mm-hmm. they're homeless and they don't want their grandkid living in the car anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so financial resources is something that we look at. Fortunately, there is a federal program that the children are always eligible for. It does come with a codicil that you need to file for child support, which for some people is a barrier. Because if they see their adult child struggling, they may not want to put that burden of going after them for child support. Mm -hmm. But then meanwhile, they forfeit the ability to get that extra assistance for the child, which it's not a lot, but it pays for diapers, Mm -hmm. or it it can go towards childcare. Childcare can also be an issue because often they're working grandparents Mm -hmm. or working relatives, and now you've got to pay for child care, uh-huh. which is not inexpensive. That's no. true. And I, I really do applaud Governor Hogan and, and the Maryland Assembly for increasing the income mm-hmm. level so that more families are eligible uh, who were not eligible in the past.
1: And this, these services are available, and someone does not have to have legal custody.
2: Exactly. You do which not is le- important, right? You do not have to have legal custody for the temporary cash assistance. You do not have to have uh, legal custody to enroll the child in school. However, our schools like to see that you've made that effort. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, if it's an emergency situation, they will enroll them. But if the child's going to be there for more than a year, they want to see that child you know, in a secure place and let's go for legal custody. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, <clears throat> as far as people coming to this program, becoming aware of it, um certainly they can go on and tell us how they've uh, someone that knows them or cares about them can direct them online okay and a number to call
2: so we do have a website it's h c for harford county kinship dot weebly w e e b l y dot com we also have my phone number at the courthouse is four one zero six three eight 3181 or the cell phone is 443 643 5338.
1: And what do they Google? Like say they're driving now. hmm And what do they Google if they they oh I have to tell Joe about that or Mary about that?
2: Kinship Caregiver.
1: Kinship Caregiver Harford.
2: Harford, yeah.
1: Okay. And what are some of the the resources that they can that are available that they could be directed to?
2: So the wage connection is the place where I typically will send people to apply for the temporary cash assistance. It's also where they can apply for medical assistance for the child. Mm -hmm. Again, they don't have to have legal custody. It's helpful if they have the social security number. If they don't, and mom or dad resided in Hartford County and already had the child on medical assistance, it can be pulled up. So they can transfer themselves as the case, Case head Mm -hmm. for the medical assistance. They can, depending upon the age of the child, they're WIC eligible, so they can get assistance with diapers and formula, and that is through the health department in Habit of Grace.
1: And there's a temporary cash assistance?
2: Temporary cash assistance is through wage connection. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, And are they assigned a caseworker or someone who will follow up or will be a of a contact for them
2: that would be me okay. <laughs>
1: 443 643 5338.
2: It is a uh, single position. Um, actually, you know, we do some casework, but if it raises to the level that more intensive, you know, casework is needed, I can refer them to the Department of Social Services. Okay,
1: and now getting to the kinship conference, yes, relatives matter. And this is so important because, you know, we do it for the veterans. Uh, we do it for, for homeless. We do it for the aging. Uh, but there's so many people that, for one reason or another, have just, they don't know where to begin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And That's I wouldn't know well where made. to begin no, if, I, if certainly, I mean, with, with jobs, if, you know, I don't have an interview suit. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't want to take three buses to get from Edgewood to Bel Air. Um and and lose a day of work. Uh, whatever. So two thousand nineteen Relatives Matter, helping you help your family. Friday, September twentieth, which is oh my god, two weeks away. <laughs> Thank From, you for
2: voicing
1: my feelings <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> um, Well, my son's getting married September fourteenth. Oh congratulations.
2: <laughs> I didn't congratulations. know
1: that. That was eight months away. Oh. A month ago. And now it's uh, uh, at the Wellwood up in Cecil. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Nice. Jack. Yes. 28. But anyway, uh, September 20th at the Epicenter from 8 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. And a shout-out to the folks at Epicenter. Mm -hmm. What a Mm -hmm. team. Um, Our friend Lauren Lauren Savard, Uh uh, who has does the work of 20 people. She's
0: been on the show
1: before. She might be the most sincere person I've ever met in my life. No kidding. No kidding. So, uh, first of all, it's from 8 to 2.30. What is the website that people go to to, um, it, well, I'm not, that's events R20 at Constant, constant oh, Contact? So
2: there is a, a website they can go to. It's
1: relativesmatter.weebly.com,
2: okay. Weebly, and there's a registration link. There's a link to the program schedule
1: okay and relatives matter if they because again a lot of people say that you if you want to give me a phone number or if i'm driving or if i'm in the middle of something i'm not going to write it down so we always ask what do we google
2: yeah Mm
1: -hmm. uh so relatives matter Mm -hmm. okay and where is the epicenter um pulaski highway Highway, edgewood right on route 40 um
0: beautiful
2: building mm-hmm. yep. oh have you been in there since they've done the repainting no oh, oh it's great, great. Yeah. It Really? Looks great. oh god yeah. i'll have to swing by
1: and yet another beautiful <sighs> endeavor that mountain christian the folks at mountain christian are behind with their uh love their their money and their time so uh, a beautiful thing so tell us about the conference
2: so we will have a resource fair, so when folks enter, they've already pre-registered. Pre-registration, by the way, is important. Um, Do they
0: have to pre-register?
3: Have, yes, they okay. have to pre-register. Okay.
2: So the resource fair, we have about 23?
3: We have, yeah, almost, yep, about 23, a little bit more, so.
2: Different community partners, okay. people that wow. you know would service these individuals, whether they're mental health providers or the Wage Connection, um, or the library, which yes. the library, <laughs> yeah, which the library. I, I still have people talking about oh, uh, good. Ken Truxel and will she be back, because she does such a awesome. great job, and
0: she's so excited to come again yeah. this year,
2: yep. a great resource for, for all the relatives, really,
1: mm-hmm. so um, tell us about some of the resources that are going to be available, and I'll, I, uh, and also breakout sessions, right,
2: yes, mm-hmm. we have breakout okay, sessions, so let's, too, okay, so
1: let's talk, do them in order, Connecting while correcting.
2: Connecting while correcting is a program that is actually designed for adoptive and foster parents, but I attended it on the advice of a kinship caregiver who had attended this. It's a nine-week class. It's offered at Mount Zion, uh, and it's really trying to understand where these children are coming from. Sure. You know, their approach is okay. People think, oh, out of the goodness of my heart, I'm going to bring in this child. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to foster him. I'm going to then adopt him. And in reality, sometimes, unless you're talking about an infant, you have to understand some of these children have experienced trauma already. And some of those behaviors, what you may see as defiance or rudeness, is coming from another place. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to understand that. So they go through this Nine-week course of, of helping folks to understand and to connect with the mm-hmm. children on, on their level and to help improve their lives. Wow. The lessons that they teach, even though it was designed for foster and adoptive, mm-hmm. it's very similar to kinship because mm-hmm. some of the, even though they may be relatives, they may not have been in their lives Absolutely. very much, and yeah. they still need to make that connection. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow, and that's not something that's innate in, if, in a foster parent to understand. Okay, I'm going to have a thick skin because this kid is lashing out against me has nothing to do with me
2: Mm -hmm. me.
1: um how trauma can impact child and adolescent behavior which is a good segue from what you just said
2: so we've had a support group going on um prior to my starting in 2014 it was a grassroots group and it started with many folks who just at beller united methodist church saw that oh you have your grandkid too oh you have your grandkid too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this was probably seven, eight years ago. And some of them were infants, but some of them you know, were three or four years old. So they're starting to enter teen, and teen years. And we're starting to hear that this kid who was the model grandchild is no longer the model grandchild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of it's, you know, something we've all experienced as parents, but some of it's a little more than that. Mm-hmm. It's just taken a little while, while for it to rise. And so we found the need to let's really look at the teenagers now mm-hmm. and try to understand, okay, we were behaving like this. What's making them tick differently now? And Vicki is very experienced, mm-hmm. very knowledgeable in this field.
1: And ACE interface, part one. What is ACE?
2: Adverse childhood, childhood experiences.
1: experiences. Okay.
3: Yeah.
2: So do you want to take this
3: one? Yeah. So I mean, with the Aces, is you're looking at. There's an actual questionnaire that you can fill out yourself, but basically, you know, as an adult, you look at what experiences you've, you you know, you had as a child. So it could be from 1 to 10. Um, And the higher the, you know, your A score could lead to, you know, the trauma that you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just to kind of be aware um, of, you know, what your A score might be, and then what kind of resources there are in the community. So,
2: and those scores typically will leave in adulthood to things mm-hmm. like diabetes, loss IMA, of jobs, yeah. heart disease. You know, I and mean, it's been documented. It's not just oh, you need to go to counseling. This is it's a lifetime effect. So, mm-hmm. while we've you know they've looked at that to see okay, these are the experiences that a child may have had. Okay, they've already had them now. What do we do? Let's build that resiliency because some kids have those, you know, same experiences, and they're not so bad. They seem to be okay. Right. Other kids don't do so well. So what's the difference? And let's look at that so we can help those children all grow to adulthood mm-hmm. without experiencing the effect of their ACEs.
3: Because you look at, you know, um, people that are incarcerated, their ACE scores are usually high. Um, you know, the opioid crisis. So it's it's all connected. <laughs>
1: And social uh, workers too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, it,
2: you
1: know. Really? Uh, yeah. one <laughs> one operators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, often they're forgotten when they, if they're on the phone, like when those deputies were shot, um, yeah. or when yeah. there's a terrible fire or car accident, um, they are participating in this trauma mm-hmm. um, and its effects. Uh, so. On that note, uh, and it's not just it's it's every family. Uh, oh my God! Exactly. Um, that really, there's no innate ability to notice these things and deal with them. It's not something that's taught, and it's not something that is restricted to a certain side of the tracks or a certain geographical area. Yeah. One of our ladies at Charho, she was 14. She started cutting herself her parents to no fault of their own had couldn't even process it and it led to an abuse of substance and severe addictions and thankfully now she's 24 and she's brilliant and she's in uh, full recovery now for three years but to be able to say to those parents or siblings this happens this is typical mm-hmm. or this is not this doesn't make you Monsters, right? Um, because a lot of times, especially in the more affluent areas, people tend to don't want to deal with it because they're basically admitting a weakness in mm-hmm. their own mind. Mm-hmm. So they bury it, and 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 the help never comes. So talk a little about that uh, as far as um, people who people who can benefit from this, 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 this uh, or well, maybe I just said it already. but The, the uh, studying
2: of the ACEs? Is that no, the, uh, the
1: actual resource fair. And
2: oh, oh. Well,
3: oh, the, I think everyone. Yeah. Um, all, everyone that's attending. I mean, we have several. Um, I mean, we're looking at, um, you know, core service agency will be there, um, the library, social services. Um, uh, we have... Um, uh, Yeah, Inter-County Outreach, Milton, Hershey Schools. We have several different vendor tables and resources. Um, But I think, you know, not only for our kinship um, caregivers that will be attended, but we have professionals attending as well. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a great way to network and find out, you know, what, you know, other organizations are doing.
2: Sure. Mm -hmm. And that was something, the the first year of the the conference, we restricted it to caregivers. Mm -hmm. But after that first year... We were asked by other professionals, could mm-hmm. we attend? And we realized, you know what, we'd be doing them a service mm-hmm. because we're educating them to the needs of mm-hmm. these caregivers. And mm-hmm. the caregivers also will have that added benefit of a face-to-face, you know, with another professional. Mm-hmm. So we, as Silvana said, we have professionals coming as well as mm-hmm. Caregivers,
3: and we're providing for those professionals um, CEUs or continuing education um, credit. So that's another important piece about registering. Mm-hmm. So for social workers and for licensed clinical professional mm-hmm. counselors. So.
1: In that, there is a session called "Keeping Our Own Cup Filled," um, using our inner resources to replenish <laughs> and renew. Is that like the caregivers, like? Put on your oxygen mask exactly. first. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You put it on your kid. So
2: yeah, we we found like you know we give them this heavy load of you know okay you gotta you gotta be yes, aware of this you gotta does, deal yeah. with this this is on your agenda, and then at the end of the day it's like let them leave them feeling a little bit lighter. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we have a health and wellness coach coming, and and that's what she'll do. But exactly what you said, Bob. I mean, it's another message we try to deliver the caregivers. Just like parents, I mean, so many times it's like the focus is on the children and you're not taking care of yourself. Well, when you're talking about folks that are in their 60s and 70s taking Mm -hmm. care of younger children, it's already a challenge taking care of yourself. So if you don't, I mean, I had a call yesterday, someone looking for respite care because grandma's going to the hospital for emergency surgery. Mm -hmm. Who's taking care of that child now? And so it's not just the physical need. They have to think again about the legal setup. And we've done that for them as well um, in Mm -hmm. the past.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's tough to navigate it. My sister is raising her her grandson. Okay. And that's never even been in my family, anything we've ever, and it was, she's in Northern Virginia and she started the process to adopt him. She and her husband, um, it took four years. It was just ups and downs and, and, you know, finally it's done and. We started first grade. Oh. Yeah, and that's
1: when gonna organi- you know, agencies don't talk to each other, and they're not results based and need yeah. based.
0: And a lot of money for the attorney fee, yeah, and, no, you know, she yeah. can afford it. Mm-hmm. But like, if you can't, how do you navigate right. that? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the hard. Part. I have a it's the hard part
1: problem with certain attorneys. Well, when there my- were no
0: attorneys <laughs> that were here, but like it was just you know, and then people would drop the ball and. They'd have to go. They went through the process like three times, oh, yeah. and yes. deadlines were missed, and there was just no sense of urgency. Exactly. There was just... It, I have
1: an attorney story for This, for later.
2: Okay. Well, and we do have attorneys on hand that day. That's and really... That that's great. People can ask questions of, um, you know, the Bar Foundation's mm-hmm. providing a table, oh, good. Mm-hmm. they can sign up for like a 15-minute session and ask questions. So our foundation has done great things. They, they really
1: have. Because, so you know, one of the things they've done is using Skype, like if, you know, instead of telling this person, you know, you have to get from this housing development oh, yeah. in no, Edgewood to Bel Air <laughs> in the middle of the day.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no transportation.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So they are doing Skype um, uh, sessions and things like that, which is really great. Uh Talk about, uh, there's another session I noticed, where is it? Now I'm not going to find it. It's probably staring me right in the face. Um, question, persuade, refer. Community mental health. That's another session, breakout session.
2: So that is from the health department. It's actually a program that they run. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically suicide prevention, which is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I have not attended one, so I really couldn't. Have you been to one?
3: Um I have not either, but um, I know that community services we also run and we have a lot of people in the county that are QPR trained. So, um, and it's anyone can attend, Mm -hmm. uh, but it really is to look at, you know, suicide prevention, um, you know, what are the signs, how you can help somebody else. um, And I myself am looking to be QPR trained as well. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a great resource. Uh,
1: On that note, the the Peer Recovery Specialist Program that was just announced Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. last week for, uh, tell us about that because it's along the same lines. It's getting people on the front line Mm -hmm. when obviously they've demonstrated a need but may not have asked for help.
3: So the Peer Recovery Coaches, um, the grant that we're receiving, so that's the the plan is, and nothing is um, set in stone just yet, but we're looking at, you know, when there is a call that somebody has, overdose that that peer recovery coach can be there to help them out get them to treatment um, because they've walked in their shoes um, Mm -hmm. and it's so important Mm -hmm. Um, and there is a you know great need for individuals like that
1: it really is um, anyone you talk to in the whole chain of service or law enforcement or the judiciary they truly appreciate the, the, how important that could be, that the mm-hmm. recovery program. So we're talking to uh, Sylvana Boker. Are you related to Johnny? No. Johnny Boker. He was from the Veterans Commission. Maybe it's a so. BOK. Okay. <laughs> And
0: we have an Elizabeth at the library. Oh, She's, that's right. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Okay. So if I ever send you a library no. email, because I'm working very fast that day, I've caught myself a couple times.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'm like the dog in up. Uh, squirrel! I was saying your name, and I asked you if you were related to Johnny Copeland. It was a shiny thing. The, I know. In, he's the, a magpie. the similarities of the name was a shiny object to me. And then I jumped in and confirmed that it's okay to do that. And yeah. Four, I'm not even four minutes County's later, we're I, talking I, about the, some <laughs> playground equipment. I so I, know. I, Sylvana Boker, Project Manager in Youth and Family Services in the Hartford County Department of Community Services and Katie Lovett, Kinship Navigator uh, with the Hartford County Department of Social Services and the Circuit Court for Hartford County Self-Help Center. And uh, September 20th, two weeks from today, Friday, at the Epicenter in Edgewood. What? She started
0: shaking two weeks
1: from today. (laughs) Yes. Uh, she, actually her heart is beating as fast as mine should be from this coffee <laughs> so it's at the epicenter on route 40 in edgewood 8 a.m. to two thirty. it's called relatives matter call katie 443-643-5338 because she really has nothing to do <laughs> <laughs> she'll pause, her, be posted. She'll oh pause her angry birds game <laughs> to take your call um, or you can uh, Google Relatives Matter or go, or go to relativesmatter.weebly.com. And I must ask, what's Weebly?
2: Weebly is a free website. To, so until we secure long-term funding, there you go. we're going free. So, so we love Weebly. That's more Weebly of, fans. More, it's
1: more of your tax dollars going to help these folks. That's right. Rather than administrative costs. At that's it's excellent. fun to say. It's fun to say um and because we wobble but they don't fall down just like all of our folks in our community um okay uh relatives matter at weebly.com w-e-e-b-l-y uh so this is great we can't thank you folks enough and all your teams and Thank you uh, to Harford County Government for enabling this, funding it, yes, and putting such great and talented and dedicated people um, uh, managing it. So, really great things all around.
2: And thank you for having us. Oh, well, we're happy to have it. And
0: I just want to say, for the record, and i surprised, Bob, you haven't picked up on this, your names could be like a band. Katie Lovett, Sylvana Belker, Like That's right. sounds like a band. Katie Lovett, That <laughs> like, sounds like a band. <laughs>
1: Your, your husband, Lyle.
0: Yes. Oh,
2: you know I have never heard that one. I know, I
0: know. <laughs> but, Katie, the way you spell it, Solana. I
2: think you guys are going like on the road. This, if <laughs> this gig <laughs> doesn't work I'm out. I'm At a piano at home. Funny,
3: okay. I, I,
1: have, uh, I saw Lyle Lovett and John Hyatt last year in Wilmington. It was great. But Katie's <laughs> husband is a, is a retired New York police officer.
2: No, he was never at NYPD. He was New York Times.
1: Why did I think he was an ex-cop?
2: Because he has all his friends who is next cops. he's got all those great stories. <laughs> okay, that's it. Okay. He's taking on the persona. <laughs> that's
0: as
1: oh okay. And um, Sylvana means woods, doesn't yes. it? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Oh. It's like Pennsylvania. Yeah. Or Transylvania.
3: <laughs> I am born
1: on Halloween. Oh. Yeah. So. Oh. Wow.
0: <laughs>
1: What's I your favorite ca- Halloween character? There's no such thing as Halloween character. What's your favorite thing to get dressed up as? As a witch.
0: As a witch? She has long dark hair. <laughs> yeah. She just puts a hat on. I do. I do. Go. Yeah, it's easy.
1: Black dress. You, you use the same stick-on ward each yeah. year? Is it yeah. somewhere? <laughs> it's under the table. You just yeah. put it yeah. under there. My hat's in my you know dressing it, room. That's right. all <laughs> right Well, we'll skip the break and we'll go on to speaking of great organizations that are great, enriching for us day in, day out. the Harford County Public Library, what you got going on there, Leslie? Oh,
0: my gosh. Well, summer is over, mm-hmm. even though it's not officially over because yeah. first day of winter is, or fall has not happened. Um, summer reading is over. It was over on the 31st. I want to thank everyone who participated. It was a lot of fun this year. Um We're gearing up for Comic-Con, so everybody get ready to get your geek on. Um, It's at the Bel Air Library on Saturday, September 28th from 10 to 5. We have a full schedule of things going on. Um, Go to hcplonline.org. We have costume contests. We have Dungeons and Dragons. We have crafts. We have board games, um, virtual reality. And we actually this year have a special guest... Local author, Sherry Cook Woosley, who wrote a fantasy novel. She's actually going to be on the radio show on the 20th. She's going to be our guest. And um, fascinating book, fascinating story. This is her first book, and she's getting rave, rave reviews. Um, So stop in to see her and listen to her speak. She'll be there from 11 till noon at the Bel Air Library on Comic-Con Day.
1: She's from the law firm Lovett, Woosley, and Boca.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She does have another good name she does have another good name and then just some other things happening in the library um, we have shaken the family tree one of our favorite events happening Monday September 9th at the Havre de Grace library um, this is a monthly meeting to discuss all things genealogy everyone is welcome for beginners to seasoned explorers of your family tree so if you're interested in starting down that road um,
1: and for those out there genealogy uh, refers to Barbara Eden's obi <laughs>
0: I don't even know what that means. Oh, Jeannie! Yeah. I think you've said that before. I, on the other hand, have not had enough coffee.
1: That's not what it means.
0: No, it's not what it means. It's the study of your family roots. Okay. And then Thursday, September 12th, at the Joppa Library from six to eight, we have Rosie the Riveter and the women of the 1940s. So this is really interesting. Um, women came from all over the U.S. to work in industrial plants that expanded for wartime production, as we all know. Um, and they really came in mass in and around Baltimore. So come and hear the stories of women who were given the nickname Rosie the Riveter. Presented by Debbie Wynn, who is the coordinator at the Baltimore chapter of the American Rosie the Riveter Association. Did not know. That I know. A it's thing. a really wow. huge thing. Wow.
1: She just so passed last happy- year. The, yes, the, the actual easily. Rosie yeah, the Riveter. The one who
0: posed for this yes, picture wow. that I'm holding up. Wow. So, um, this is going to be a really great event again. It's at our Joppa Library on Thursday, September 12th from 6.30 to 8, and it's supported by the Joppa Friends of HCPL. Thank you to all of our friends groups who support so many wonderful programs for us. So.
1: Amen. Okay, <sighs> we'll finish up with two quick things. One is the um, I said I'd tell that attorney story, yes, and attorneys. Do great things. They do, um, yep, but they there's do. a few. Just like um, in any industry. Correct. Keep it clean. Nine one one is coming up on 18 years. I can't believe I cannot it. Cannot believe that, Bob. Um, and uh, unfortunately, my best friend from childhood was a policeman. Um, Tom Gorman was in the South Tower when it came down and has never been found and was one of the. Um, 52 policemen and 343 fire persons um, who gave their lives that day. And I, I helped Barbara, Tom's widow, and his kids, one of whom is my goddaughter, through all the legal and financial and other navigation things, speaking of navigation, um, uh, of all the resources, uh, uh, et cetera. And it was... Massive undertaking by so many folks, but one of the programs that we ran into was um, from the Department of Justice. It was called the um, um, uh, Public Safety Officer Benefit Grant, which was $151,000 for a public safety officer who, who gave his or her life in the line of duty. And as part of the airline ballot legislation, Congress raised it to two fifty-one. For this, um, so is administered by the DOJ, and uh, the police force would have these resource fairs for all these families, and all these agencies come together. And the woman who coordinated the program for the DOJ met with Barbara and I. She explained the program and gave us the application. So it was a page and a half. The application. Okay. So. It took me five minutes. Mm-hmm. I just had to have Barbara sign it, get it notarized, and send it in. Um, for $251,000. Um, I did so, and I called this woman two weeks later to check on his progress, make sure they got it. She said, yes, actually the check was cut yesterday. It's probably being mailed today. I said, that's great. Um, I said, this must be hard on you folks. She said, yeah, but this morning took the cake. And I said, what happened? She goes, I got a call from a fireman's widow from Queens, New York, and she said, is this right? She had a friend of the family who was an attorney helping her with all the financial and legal stuff, and um, she said this woman read this letter from the, this lawyer, friend of the family. It was a bill for seventy-five thousand dollars. Oh, are you kidding? Award received thirty percent contingency fee, and it was a friend of the family. Oh and it my took five God. minutes. There was it, it was all you needed was a cert a certificate and you didn't need from to be a lawyer to do it. No, you just needed an affidavit yes. from the port authority saying he was there. Mm-hmm. He's gone mm-hmm. because it was before death certificate. They did a mass issuance of death certificates mm-hmm. without the body, sans sure. corpus. It was the, the largest in history. Mm-hmm. But, and then Barb had a, it took five minutes. Mm-hmm. So I said, hopefully he's not getting it. She goes, well, if, if I have anything to say about it, he's not going to have his bar license right. when we're done with him. Wow. So that's the attorney story.
0: And, you know, as the spouse, you're in mourning, you're in, oh, so you yeah. trust these people. Friends of the family.
1: Right.
2: Mm. So, Pat, with his New York
0: background, would say, There's a special place in hell for those people. That's yeah, right. Amen. <laughs> yep. Amen. Yep. Oh, my gosh.
1: So, we'll end up with some funny tweets.
0: Lay it on me. The
1: funniest things come out of the mouths of folks like us and just normal people tweeting things.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're so, laughing already.
1: <laughs> Stuntman on TV. Don't try this at home. Me, sitting on the couch, eating out of a five-pound bag of M&M's. Okay. <laughs> if you drive past horses and don't say, oh, horses, you're a psychopath.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the most important thing I've learned in life, and I cannot stress this enough, is you got to make your salad in a bigger bowl than you think.
0: That is totally <laughs> true. Is, yeah. That is totally true.
1: Uh, sorry I'm late. I sat on my bed in a towel for 45 minutes staring at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Everyone, don't judge a book by its cover. People who make a book covers for a living. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and next to last, uh, this guy was just sitting on the floor of the gym on his phone, and he looks up at me and goes, My girlfriend has my location shared, and I promised her I was going to go to the gym more, so I now just sit here and watch Netflix. <laughs> oh,
0: Gosh, that's so sad, but I bet it happens.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the last one for you, Leslie. Uh-oh. For, librarian. Okay. Oh. Librarian, can I check you out? Me, sure. Spins around. Librarian, <laughs> I meant your book. Me. Oh, yeah, that makes way more sense. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a little a good library, one. Humor oh, <laughs> library humor to, to end the day. Great library
0: humor to end the day.
1: You know, you went to the I well did. once too often. Oh, my
0: gosh. Well, guys, that's all the time we have for the Hartford Edge, thank goodness, today. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk with you next week.